Welcome to the first episode of the Max Out Show. Now, there's no one better that I could think of uh, for starting out this show, this podcast here, than Nicola Toast. Nicola Toast is someone that has, you know, since shooting the episode about two months ago, become a very dear friend and mentor of mine. Just an absolute powerhouse of joy and energy and, you know, inspiration and motivation. And the beautiful thing about her is, you know, Nicola, to give you guys a little bit of background, is an Olympic gold medalist in snowboarding. So in 1998, she won the Olympic Games. She was, for years, the best snowboarder in the world, dominated the sport, impacted it for years to come. And, you know, the inspiring, the incredible thing about it is she suffered injuries and setbacks over and over again throughout her career. But... Through you know sheer force of will, through her resilience, she managed to come back even stronger and keep dominating the sport for so many years. And so, in this conversation, I hope you you get the vibe, you know, the inspiration, the the true fulfillment that she experiences and that she's able to share with everybody. You know, it's a really cool conversation because um, you know I had my my list prepared, my list of questions, right? That I was usually a go to, and yet everything somehow switched, and you know we started vibing and. You know, about an hour into the conversation, I realized I still hadn't asked her a single question that I had prepared in advance because it was just rolling, right? So we, you know, in this conversation, we go really deep and raw into, you know, the stories that shaped us, that made us who we are today, into my inspiration for launching the podcast, into how Nicola became the best snowboarder in the world and managed to stay there for so long. And at the same time, managed to create a life that's just full of bliss and authenticity and fulfillment and so i'm honestly just really excited to share with you guys let's dive right in time we connected like it happened that we were both at lago di garda it was in summer like how many that's like four months ago four months ago some some something like that yeah so in life life changed a lot since then how it feels to me yeah no for sure and it's it's interesting right so so to, to bring the opponent home, I was, you know, sitting there with my mom, like at, at night, you know, the stars in the sky and everything. And we're, I was talking about all these different dreams I have, right? And she goes, Max, you should stop dreaming. You should stop, like, always making up the things you want to do and finally, like, do something, right? She said, like, your family is actually, you know, laughing behind your back because you always, like, you start something and then you quit and you stop, right? And, like, like that hit me so hard. Like, it, it was, like one of the most painful things I've ever felt in my life because because I realized that like my family like the people I love most like they didn't believe in me because they thought I was gonna quit on everything and so that's really like like that was that was painful for a while and and that's when I decided the next big thing I'm gonna start I'm just gonna like do it no matter what if I start to hate it if I start to be miserable it doesn't matter like I'll follow through on like that that big dream now just to prove to myself mainly that, you know, I have the grit and the determination to pull that off. And so that's sort of where that, that big vision comes from. And that like, I mean, if I, if I hate it after two years, I'll still, <laughs> I'll still probably wow. keep going. Yeah. So that's wow. the, that's the whole idea behind it. Yeah. That's an amazing story. So you had this like big moment, which was actually quite painful. Yes that made you start something that inspires others. Yes, for sure. Cause I realized that like in that moment, I wasn't strong enough mentally to, 
to actually create any meaningful change in my life or in, in the world sort of thing, right? And so I realized that the first thing I had to do was just get mentally tough and then take that like mental strength that I've learned to sort of build and spread it with the world. And that's sort of the, the mission I'm on now is just looking at how I can, how I can really help people create a mindset that will make them happy and will help them sort of go on this quest of whatever it is that they're trying to achieve and achieve that. So that's the, that's the sort of whole big vision behind it. Yeah. Yeah. So what would be your answer? What is, what does it take to make, to get that, that spark and that kickoff to make your dreams like become reality? Oh, what great question. From, for me, it's, it's, it's about, I mean, first of all, getting totally clear, right, on that, that big vision that you have, right? So, like, for me, for a long time, it was, it was like, I wasn't very specific in terms of what I wanted to achieve. So, the first thing was really just totally getting clear on that. And then, sort of, you know, jumping over the fence or throwing your backpack over the fence, burning all the ships, right, and saying, like, this is... Okay, so, the one it's th two things. So, what helped you getting clear about it? The first thing was really just, just the realization that when you're spreading yourself too thin, like you, you can, you know, you can go, you know, sort of 10 feet thin, 10 feet, you know, wide or 10 feet deep. And I, so far I've been going like 10 feet wide. I've been trying so many things. Right. And I decided, okay, okay. If I really want to do something that actually, you know, makes a lasting impact on like myself and other people, then I've got to start going 10 feet deep. Right. I've got to start really going deep in like this one thing and go all out on that, like the, the one thing as Gary Keller calls it, right? And that really was the realization for me, like I've got to pick one thing and like one thing that I know I'm gonna love because I've just done it before, I've had the you know, experience, I know I love it. So go all in, try it out, do whatever it is, whatever it really takes to make that happen. And I've realized that like so much joy comes from that, from just committing to a dream and you know, going after that. Wow. I can feel that. I can <laughs> feel that joy and that passion for, for what you do. Like it, it's, it's literally, it comes through, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. hopefully, hopefully <laughs> I better, I better be inspired. Right. <laughs> wow, it is. I mean, talking to people like you is, it's literally just the greatest thing in the world. Like, no, that's so amazing. So you got clear about it and you knew like, if I want to make a lasting impact, I, I got to get things done, you know, mm. like, is it also what helped you to believe that you can do it it's it's interesting because because like back in the past i always thought that like talent was somehow what i needed right I, like i was you know growing up i was super shy i was afraid of talking to people and i just thought like if i ever want to do this i gotta be you know somehow talented to speak talented to talk to people right and and i had two really important interviews and and really conversations that really changed the way I approach life. So one was with Anders Ericsson. Um, so who's sort of the, the expert on experts, like the expert, the world's leading expert for the last 30 years on what creates really the best of the best in the world. And I'm sure you'd love like his research. So what he's found is that like, when it comes to the best of the best, talent almost doesn't matter because what really matters is simply the amount of hours that you put in, whether it's in, you know, playing chess, whether it's in studying, whether it's in you know, any kind of sport, any kind of ability you want to achieve, you're just going to put in the work basically. And that's what makes people great. Um, and then the second thing was, the second interview I did was with uh, Dr. Michael Mertzenich. He's the 
sort of founder of uh, neuroplasticity. So the brain's ability to rewire itself, right? And she was pretty much saying the same thing. Like you can always get better through practice until the day you die. And once I really like internalized these ideas that like, I may not be talented. I may have zero talent even. It doesn't matter because if I'm willing to outwork everybody, if I'm willing to just spend every free minute of my day doing this, it's going to work out. Like I'm going to get better. And so those, these realization really helped me shift that internal belief that even if, you know, I'm not good enough today, I can always get better tomorrow. Wow. So that, that brings you down to like, there was a person you trusted out there and you yes. look up to in a way who said you're good enough just the way you are. Yes. You have all it takes already. That's yeah. what that person basically told you. And it was important to hear it from a person you trusted and a person who probably was somewhere where you could imagine to be or, you know, hundred so percent. Yes. So that was, was the one thing. And then the next thing was, I do, I have what it takes and all I need to do is spend time with it. Yes. Spend as much time with it as, as I love. And mm. the cool thing is if I love what I do, then it's not a big effort to spend time with it. Right. Yeah. That's the amazing thing. <laughs> so that is great realizations that kind of, made you ready to get into action mm. yeah for sure and still though i'm curious about what you said before that moment you spend with your family and with mm. your mom and a person that you're like connected from your heart yeah she made a really important impact as well for right? sure for sure and it's what it's, was that I, I, I still like, like you can't see it right now, but I still get the goosebumps like thinking about it, right? Because it was like, it was so painful. And the moment, at the same time, it's like so beautiful in a sense because I, I knew she was right. Like I knew that she, like she said it with all of the best intention in the world. She just said, Max, just, you know, get a normal job, live a normal life, like give up on those crazy ideas and just be normal and be happy and everything with like what they have, right? And like, I knew that she said it because she just loves me and she wants me to just, you know, be happy and she doesn't want me to get hurt basically. Right. And so I knew that, but at the same time, I realized that like, there was this other side of me where like, I knew or could see myself like actually doing it, like actually pulling it off. And I just knew that like, I sort of had to get everything together and really have to get everything aligned. And then I knew that I could, I could basically not prove her wrong is the wrong word here really, but, but prove mainly to myself that like, I'm the kind of person that can actually achieve that. And so it was really like in the beginning, it was, it was almost this pain, right. That was driving me like to, to transform. Cause I was like, I, I don't want to be like this anymore. Right. I don't, I want to be stronger. Right. I want to be able to follow through my commitments and I want to be able to, you know, I say, I'm going to do this, then I actually do it. Right. And not just talk, talk, talk. And that for me was a big game changer. Yeah. Wow. You're an, you're an amazing person. You know, what <laughs> I just felt what you said is that, there was one thing missing beside these role models you looked up to, those people that had the research telling you, you're good enough, you have enough, and you just spend time. What was also needed was this person who loves you from 
the deepest insight and maybe she didn't have the right words but what you felt is what whatever she said was that she loves you yes and that she wants you to be happy to be happy in the mm. first place yeah and what is so amazing about your story what i heard is that our parents are there for us to prevent us from hurt mm. That's what they're there for. They're not there for to push us over yeah. <laughs> out of the comfort zone. Yes, our parents so and our family are there to give us a home, a safe place, a place where we can relax and where, you know, we can snuggle and, and, and relax from the tough world and all the challenges that are out there. So that's what she built for you. But what you did, you... Uh, transformed this love and this safe place into i know she wants me to be safe but i meant to to step over that line and figure out what i'm capable of yes so so true so so accurate really um and it was yeah like you said i mean first of all feeling the love right of like my family like hey they love me right so like i know it's all good but at the same time i don't want to be like this anymore right and like I know that there's more potential inside. Yes. Yeah. So it was, it was a beautiful moment and like at an interesting time, right? Cause that's right when we connected. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so is there people out there with that moment that made you also experience and feel that there's this endless potential inside you that's just waiting to be, you know, revealed. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting because like every time I talk to, you know, people like you, people that like I just look up to as like these these sort of superheroes since like since my childhood, right? I like whenever I talk to people like you, it's it's amazing because what I realize is like you're not like sort of born in a different way. You make yourself that way, right? Like you're not just born like an Olympic champion and like you have all the genes and that's that's not that's not enough, right? Um, like I was, I was talking to Shannon Miller, for example, also Olympic champion in gymnastics from the U S and she said she, she had no particular talent, no strengths, no flexibility, no anything. But where she, what she excelled at was she was like, since the age of five, she would go to the gym. If she was sick, if she was injured, she should show up at the gym day after day after day. And so what I realized is like, there's, there's not much like genetic difference, but it's really what you make out of that and how you then learn to develop yourself that ultimately dictates your life. And that to me was really the point when I realized like th there are no excuses, right? Like you can be born without talent, without like even supernatural intelligence, but you can still learn to become better. And I think at the end of the day, that process of like seeing how far you can go, even if it's not as far as like other people may ever go, like it's exciting. And that to me, like just being in love with life is like what life is about. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's what you live and that's what, what I feel in every word and in every <laughs> sentence you say. I, I love how you speak my mind. I love listening to you. It's like <laughs> every word, I can totally tell that you soak up all this experience from the people that inspire you. And yes. that's awesome. That's just, I mean... I love to listen to you, like, you know, for the next two hours. <laughs> it's amazing. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. And, um, and, and you totally, you got, I just, I just want to tell you, you got it. You got it. 
(laughs) at least as what uh, how I make my life and it's an absolute pleasure like spending this this time with you and this conversation and um yeah when I experience you talking I there pops up a question in my mind like what is what is missing what is missing did you ever ask yourself that question? I did for a long time. Um, and it's, it's funny because actually just a couple days ago, I was talking to this friend of mine and we sort of have this mastermind group where we're constantly like sort of really reflecting with each other, right? And like, I was like, for the first time in my life, I feel, I feel complete. Like, I feel like there may be things missing, but I don't feel like there's anything missing. And I just feel like, you know, I can literally just like from the moment I wake up from 5 a.m. to like now it's, it's like 8.30 p.m. Like just work on my dreams and be like genuinely excited for it. And that to me, it feels like I sort of finally got on the right path. Like just by making the decision to like go all in on this and sort of commit myself to that no matter what. Like that just feels completely right. And it's, it's, it's so funny, right? Just, just thinking out loud here with you. And I really, uh, I really, really appreciate this, um, this sort of reflection period, because it's really just great to like think about all the stuff out loud. Yeah. So would that mean you're successful in that moment? Is, what does success mean yes. to you? To me, it's, it's about, and that's why, that's why I decided to, to really, rename the podcast because I realized like for me I think the the way I conceptualize success is being in love with life and I think what like a huge part of what makes you come like alive right on a daily basis is being on this quest for greatness meaning being on this this path to something great that you want to achieve and actually loving every single day along the way and so to me right now yes I, I feel successful today and I felt successful yesterday and I hopefully feel successful tomorrow. <laughs> if you would have one word to define, to make a new definition for success in your words, what would the word be? It's happiness. Without a doubt, it's just, it's just the, the daily joy. And you know, there's many things you, you mentioned and if I think about what I worked on myself the last days and it is it can be seen on my Instagram post but I don't live on Instagram it's just that I share ideas and I posted that quote where it says happiness is the highest level Mm -hmm. of success so that's what I feel as well and and now I hear you talking about it and it it's great to share ideas with people where you say hey we got, um, we might be on a different path mm-hmm. than others, but let's share our ideas about that path, what we're on. And if you feel that um, you don't fit in a world that is already here, mm-hmm. you're meant to create a new world. And that's what I feel like listening to you. You're totally meant to create something that wasn't out there yet because it yes. will be the most valuable parts of extraordinary people out in the world that you soak up and you, you know, you combine that and make it to yourself, to your own 
to your own path of happiness, path of success. And it's amazing. Yes, totally. And like, like what, what this really makes me think of, like, you, like this, this idea that like you don't have to live in lack, right? Like, because uh, the thing is like external success, like the, the stuff that most people chase. And I've, I've like tried to do it for a long time, right? Still do, of course, like everybody else to a certain degree. But like that stuff takes time, right? Like that stuff can take years, you know, it took you years to become Olympic champion, right? Where like everyone else sees she's the greatest, right? But like this, this feeling of success, right? This feeling of like, I'm living a good life. You can create that on a daily basis, right? Like you can create the joy, the confidence, the inspiration on a daily basis, really by just living in alignment with how you want to live. And, and that to me is such a fascinating idea. Yeah. Wow. How, how would it be like, you know, let's, as I, as I said before, I, I said that question right in the beginning, even before our talk, I was asking you, okay, your, your big goal is to do 2000 daily podcasts. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. I mean, <laughs> and I try to count those days. I'm like, 2000, 2000. Yeah. And you say, like, oh, yeah, it's five and a half years. Mm -hmm. And I love goals. I love goals where yeah. that make us feel that we want to jump out of bed every yeah. morning, no matter how we feel, if you're tired or sick or whatever, you know, no matter the circumstances, we have that goal that inspires us not to reach, but to grow into. Yes. And that's what I, where I see the value in goals, in, in heartfelt goals that are goals that are meant for us are the ones where we grow into. To me, like a goal is not a place to go to, it's a place to come from. And if I set a goal, um, let's say I love the picture of the mountains because I, I, I'm a lot out in the mountains in nature and I work in nature as well with my clients. And let's say we're at the bottom of a mountain and naturally a lot of people just say, okay, I'm at the bottom of a mountain. I just go up there and my goal might be up there. Yeah. They never ask themselves, where is my goal to today? Like, what is my goal? And if we compare the time we spend on the path, making it up all the way to the peak, and the time of joy, what we feel, or the intensity of the joy, and how long it takes, and also how much time we take spending on that peak, you know, yeah. like, it's, it's not a proportion. <laughs> it's not proportional. So I love playing with this, with this idea. Um, and that's the exponential success to me. If like, if people, because you're on, like, you're on a fast track, you know, we have Autobahn in Germany, <laughs> but you're on a, on a road that is like even left on the left road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, trying to zoom by. Yeah. So, to me, I, for me, it would be interesting or it would be awesome to, to share that idea of changing rooms in your mind for a day. So imagine you reach that goal. How do you feel? Yeah, that's so interesting. And like, the thing is, I don't think I'll feel any different whatsoever. And so like, I mean, the, the big goal, so, so. Um, do you know Tony Robbins? 
Yeah, of, of course, of course you do. <laughs> so, so he's been the one that like, when I was like, you know, 15, 16, he's the one that really inspired me to get into this field. Um, so he was sort of the first motivational speaker that I, I listened to. Like I was literally binge watching 10 hours a day on the weekends. Right. And so sort of the big goal was like number 2000 is going to be Tony Robbins. And you know, what's what super cool is actually two days ago, I got a son, Jarek Robbins to like, uh, commit to the show. So that was like, they're super cool. But like, I don't think I will feel any different whatsoever after 2000 interviews. Um, and the, the reason is like, there, there's not like, there's no, there's no change, right? Like for me, it's just like a goal, but like the goal is not to like achieve it. The goal is just to see, like to love the process every day. That's sort of the goal. Like to, to have a vision that I can aspire to, but like at the end of the day, after 2000 interviews, I'll probably just do 2001 and then two, and then <laughs> they'll keep going for as long as I love it. But like, I don't think there will be any, any change really other than that. Okay. So who do you, who do you want to be remembered at? Do you want to be the next Tony Robbins or who do you want to be? I don't want to be, wanna... <laughs> I want to be the first Max Weigand. <laughs> exactly yes and how about how does that feel that feels good and and to be honest i mean it's still a work in progress <laughs> it always is it always is it always is and every day just getting like sort of new ideas new insights into sort of what that could look like um but right now i'm just genuinely excited about this this project and like what it can lead to yeah yeah and you know what i I love to work with athletes and it doesn't matter if, if you earn your money with being an athlete or if you're internally live like an athlete. Yeah. And for me, you're a, like an absolute high performance athlete <laughs> in the way how you live your life. That's what I experienced talking to you. So oh, I appreciate that. My, so my, my, ambition or minds great like what i love to to give other people is that experience from from being a professional athlete for more than 25 years yes. and this this genuine um excitement for doing what you love that's what i see in those athletes and those young athletes mm -hmm. that have all the energy in the world and love what they do and they go for it you know and they they try out and even if they fail they stand up again and you know yeah, you guys are like that's awesome <laughs> and the young athlete i work with at the moment he's 22 years mm -hmm. and he is an exceptional snowboarder like he has you know and he as you said before um how is how is the saying like uh with the talent you know to work turning talent into a potential talent. that work work beats talent oh, yeah. if talent doesn't work yes, you know? yes. i'm not so good like in saying <laughs> right there but that's how it is he is a talent yes but he is working his ass off Love that. for mm. getting that being that snowboarder and one step as well was that he figured out there's more to working hard mm -hmm. if i wanna um, live into my full potential and at that young age I, I, I would I'm so impressed and I'm so grateful that I can share experience with him 
where I wished I would have that person when I was as young as him. And I was mm. the best snowboarder in the world for many yeah. years. And I paid my dues. I paid my, my learnings that hurt. Mm. And you talked sure. about that, that hurt you had before that kind of, you know, made you get into action. Mm. You had all these inspiration, but the final little last thing you needed what was that hurt deep inside. Yes. And what I feel is, and what I know is if we are willing to learn, we can use the tools to change rooms in our minds. That means we don't have to live through all the hurt and pain to make our learnings yeah. on the way. And that's, that's part of why I run this podcast, right? Exactly. And now we're a little bit in a new, in a new space where I'd love to slow down a little bit, to slow down to get to a different level, whereas there's all the excitement and the adrenaline and the joy and, and you know, you know also about all these hormones mm. that are playing and, you know, this, this mix of cocktail that yeah. pushes you every day. You know that. Mm, yeah, it you feels beautiful. Adrenaline every single day, mm. like an athlete, you yeah. know, we all do. And then once we slow down, once the adrenaline is not coming anymore. It gets quiet and calm. Mm -hmm. That's the interesting part. What's behind that? Yeah, it is, it is interesting. And to me, like, like, I, I don't know, like what sort of stirred it in me, but like, to me, I, I think a lot about death. Like, I think a lot about this, this idea of like, this Latin idea of like memento mori, right? Like remember death. And, and this is also, I think, a huge part of why I just knew I had to do something to change because like I was, after the conversation with my mom, I was reflecting a lot on like this idea of like, how do I want to like look back at my life on the day that I'm going to die, right? Like doesn't matter if it's, you know, 25 or, or 80 or whatever. But when I look back at my life, I just like in that moment, I knew I, I would die with regret if I died like that day. And so it wasn't like that excitement then or, or like the, the adrenaline also. It was a part of it was also this deeper sense that like I had first, I don't want to feel regret at my last day. Right. And secondly, I want to, I want to, I want to just know at the end of the day, like that my life mattered in some kind of way that you know whether it, like impacted a person to change their life for the better or whether it was just like i could see like how far i could push myself but i just wanted to feel like my life mattered in some kind of way and i guess that is sort of the the really underlying um core reason um you know beneath all the you know excitement and fun and like it's gonna be great but like uh, like below that is really just i like i was reflecting on my last day and i was like I don't want to die with regret. So what do you, what do you wish what people write about you once you're gone? Uh, I want that, like, they write that I truly took a chance at life. That, that is really what I want. Like, that I sort of, like Babe Ruth, right, that, that legendary baseball player, um, like, he called a shot, right? 
and then he made it happen. And somehow I love this idea of like sort of calling your shot of saying, this is what I want to create and then actually fu like fulfilling that. And I think- What do people say about Max Weigand once he's gone? Yes, that the I called my shot. I said, this is what I'm going to do with my life. This is the legacy I'm going to create. This is who I'm going to be mainly. And this is how I'm going to show up on a daily basis. And that I actually was that, that guy that always stayed a little kid uh, in my mind, which to me somehow that has something beautiful, like staying this, this really childish in a sense kind of person that is just gets excited about like the cold rain outside or about, you know, jumping in ice cold water in the middle of winter or in, you know, but just like seeing a couple like, you know, the, what's, what's it called? Like the, the, the bubbles you, you can put in the air. <laughs> I forgot the name, um, but just Seifenblasen. Seifenblasen, that's the one. I, I <laughs> that's the one. Didn't even know it in, in German. Seifenblasen. That's soap bubbles, I guess, or <laughs> whatever. But I guess how colorful to... they are. Yes, let's they're slow, beautiful. <laughs> let's slow, let's slow down a bit, Max. We have mm -hmm. time. Yes, we have time. I appreciate. I, w I wish to I wish to grant you a little bit time to slow down, because mm -hmm. I. I love that sentence, slow down to speed up. Yeah. And it's not, a, it is my idea. Of course, I also read it somewhere because it's part of my life as well. Once I'm excited, I love to run and dance and, and rush and, and embrace the whole world and, yeah. and you know, you scream it out. And because there's so much there, which excites me and makes me happy and, and uh, I can totally feel that. Yeah. And I love to, um, yeah, imagine yourself on a, on, a, on a beautiful place out there, whatever the most beautiful place, what you love, maybe a lake or where your heart is dancing. And imagine you're a runner, right? You mm -hmm. love to run. And you're running and you're running and you're running in the most beautiful places and you meet on your run on the side, they're standing all those amazing people you look up to and they cheer you up, but you're running and you're running and you're running and you're running until your life is over somewhere when it's yeah. over, it's yeah. over. And because you were running and you never took the time to slow down and enjoy that moment where you at, appreciate it and and love it and and also grant yourself that that time to enjoy yeah. where you at knowing that there's more good could more good to come knowing that every other step you make there's even other amazing people and amazing places to come how does that feel oh that's a beautiful idea that for sure like like just thinking about it i can't want to stop the race and like <laughs> put it on hold and just enjoy exactly. and and it's it's so interesting because the like, so, so actually just like about two weeks ago, I decided to um, sort of end my like semi-professional, I guess, running career. 
because um, I've realized that I just needed the energy for my, my true like life's work. And what I realized in that moment was before it was always like, so focused on goals and like, okay, today is a tempo run and today I do this and like, this is the pace and this is the mind. And then like, once I stopped and I was like, I was able to slow down and I was able to just, you know, run by the river, run the mountains and suddenly like stop and see that like sunset and just watch that. And suddenly not feel like I had to like keep moving, keep moving and like sort of keep spinning the wheel. But it's just like, life is so good right now. And so totally like, I love that metaphor. Yeah. That's beautiful. Also our devices are running out of energy after a little while. Yeah. <laughs> and as you, as you told me a little about your, just your running, I have those pictures and, and, by the way, I love synchronicity and I uh, just came back from a, a ski touring today, mm -hmm. going up and, and ex um, experiencing the sunset on the mountain, oh, right when the sunset. And, and I had always this question in mind, people asking me like, so Nicola, what do you actually do? <laughs> and I kept playing with that question. I love mm. playing. I love to play. And I had those other questions in mind. So what do you want to hear? Um, are you ready for the truth? Actually, <laughs> how are you, by the way? You know, mm -hmm. when people, what do you actually do? And then I, I slowed down and I watched the sunset and I listened to my heart. And all my heart wanted to answer was, Nicola, what do you actually do? And my answer is, I love life. <laughs> that's wow. what i do i love and, that yeah and and when i see you in my mind um you're running our sports especially the outdoor sports um are such a great um playground where we can uh, experience life mm. and with that moment when you decided to stop your your running that makes you follow goals that are tied to a watch tied to a time or a distance and all that and you decided to not go away from something but now you have an open space to go towards mm -hmm. something new yeah. and you can make you can find a new relation with something you love with with running itself you can live it in a new way and you have new opportunities to match your running with what you want to bring in the world yes exactly and i love as, as athletes if you're a natural athlete we'll naturally love to to um to move you know which is which is awesome yeah. <laughs> um, we can combine that with the message we want to bring out into that world because that's where we can train what we want to bring out mm -hmm. and sports itself helps it so much to make it simple and easy we don't have to talk the way you run is the way you live if wow. you change the way you run you change the way make your impact in this world wow that's beautiful that's just that's just such an amazing idea to to think about
And it's, it's so true really. Cause like for me, what I've realized is that anytime I let go of like, I want to win this race or whatever, and I just go out and run, it has this whole other energy, right? Like all of a sudden there's this, there's this excitement. There's like this, this little spring in my step. I'm like, I feel like I'm just flying. Right. And like pain doesn't matter because all of a sudden you just love what you're doing. And that is something so beautiful. And what I've also realized is like, that's usually when I run my fastest. Whenever like, I don't even like, you know, I leave my watch at home or whatever. And I just like go out and like, I just want to be free basically. Right. I just want to sort of see what I can do in that moment and make the world my playground. And that's when I realized like, it's so much fun actually. And why, when it comes back to like, why I actually started in the first place. That's, that's beautiful. Wow. You have this, this amazing ability to, to make someone reflect. I love that. <laughs> I love, I love to play. You love to play. <laughs> it's amazing to, that we have this conversation. Yes, it is. So fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I have that feeling that, um, there's something there's always a reason behind why certain things happen and why certain people cross our path at a certain moment. Um, and I have this feeling right now that I'd love to give you something you might not need, but that can be helpful in, on some day in the future. And what I love to give you is that freedom of choice. From, from today on, you will have that freedom of choice that you can um, figure out what you're capable of with all the energy and excitement you have, no matter if you go running or if you do your podcast. And then you have this other possibility, which is, you can just go out and be who you are, enjoy what you have, and see what life has to offer you. That means speaking in the beautiful uh, pictures of running, you put on your running shoes, you maybe just go slowly, and you concentrate on something else than running. Yeah. Your shoes help you to go out. Running helps you to go out and explore the world. But you let the world come to you and show you what it wants to, what it has to offer. Wow, yeah. And that gives you the whole, pers like the whole range of freedom that when your body, mind, and soul is capable of going all in and beyond, you will do that. Because we have to challenge ourselves to really feel what we're capable of. And sometimes there's days and situations where that's not the case, where we are meant to learn something new and to build up new skills that are not possible to learn with energy and power and all in. 
that's so true. And if you're familiar with both sides, with that full range, then you're taught, then you're free. Yeah. That gives you so much freedom and that expands life in new areas that are not understandable with your mind, but felt in your heart. Oh yeah. So it's really about like sort of getting this divide, right? Between on the one hand, like going all in, right? Like chasing after your dreams and doing all this stuff. And on the other hand, realizing that life itself, like today in this moment is so beautiful, so precious, right? That like, you don't want to waste a single second of your life. That is, that is such a, such a beautiful idea. Yeah, that you, maybe next time you take time to sit on that bench. Mm -hmm. I love to, to play with that, with, with benches. Yeah. Because they're, you know, they're all over the world. You can find them anywhere. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I, I would love to anyone who's going to listen to this, um, you know, gets reminded that a bench is there for us. It can be a sign for us, an inviting sign to slow down, sit there, and let the world talk to us and tell us what's next. Yeah. You know, we go out and we chase and we ask others and, and we get inspired and, and you know, we, we crave for new things and new inspiration. But sometimes it is, it is so soothing and so helpful and healing if we sit there and let the world, the quietness, mm -hmm. the calm, the peace speak to us and reveal our our deepest inner inner wisdom and what we truly love oh i love that yeah actually i was i just read this quote i forgot the name but it's this french mathematician i really can't come up with the name but he said like all of man's problems stem from his inability to sit with himself so so that's exactly what he said right like just sit by yourself like with your own thoughts not like worried about anything external right and that's where like that's so much beauty in life it's it's basically it's just with everything else mm -hmm. what you mentioned before it's not an inability or something that you have to fix or something that's wrong with you no you just <laughs> just just building up that skill mm -hmm. and being courageous and doing the things you need to do to get to know yourself mm -hmm. better, the inner voice of yourself and, you know, to walk that path of maybe where it's a little dark and unknown mm -hmm. that offers you like such a whole new area. Yeah. It just offers new possibilities and I experienced it on myself, but, but what I love the most is having the chance to guide and lead others through that like little cloudy, dark, unfamiliar, mm -hmm. uncomfortable path where, um, and see how, how they um, gain more self-esteem, how they gain so much more. And once they're through it, um, they come back like a hero and they, you know, they can add on what was there before so much. And, oh. and that's the beauty of it. 
it's not that you're incomplete or you're not good enough. It is more if you're on that constant search for something else, that's also something you wouldn't want to miss. Yeah, no, that's so true. That's so true. Well, like, <laughs> there's just, there's just so, so, so much wisdom in there. Um, and everything you say, it's absolutely amazing. How do you feel? How do you feel? I feel, I, I feel amazing right now. Um, <laughs> literally couldn't, couldn't, be, couldn't be better, I think. Um, no, it's, it's so interesting. And like, like you make so many important points, especially because like over the last couple of days, I've been like, you know, getting like more and more excited and like, like really about like this podcasting and like making this big and like doing all this stuff, right? But like, like you just sort of reminded me again that like at the end of the day, what matters most is that like, you know, the daily sort of joy, right? Like you say, like you, you love life, right? Like that, that is at the end of the day, the, the whole reason I'm doing it. And I've realized it's so easy to like get caught up in like, you know, and all the emailing back and forth, like getting people to come. Is that person going to say yes? Is that person going to say like all of this, this sort of drama, but like at the end of the day, like the goal is just to like love life. And that's like, it's not simple, but in the same way, it kind of is in a way that you sort of simplify your life, right? And you cut out all the, the noise, I feel like, and you just focus on the essentials of like, there's a beautiful sunrise or there's, I don't know, a little bird tweeting in the sky. And that itself is so beautiful. And just, I think that that reminder always like is so important to be like, well, like, you may like have this, this grand vision, this quest, like I call it for myself now, right. Of what I want to achieve. But at the same time, like today already is so amazing and beautiful in itself. Like I don't want to miss that by just thinking about how it's going to be in five and a half years from now. Right. And I think that is such an important reminder, really. So that, yeah, you may you make really great. You have so many great insights at that moment. I I love to be part of that, yeah, and thank you. I love to, you know, focus it down to that one thing. What are we gonna do with that now? You know, yeah. we we get insights all the time, and then if we're in that in that mood of mm. where things are suddenly clearing up, um, what I. I feel what's the most important thing before we get out of all that mood, you know, back into, yeah. into real life, what am, what am I going to do with all that? So yeah. what I ask you now, what do you want to make your daily reminder that naturally, generally, and without any extra effort reminds you on slowing down, to get that feeling what you have yeah. is there something that comes to your mind this moment i think i'll i'll use running for sure um okay because it's, it's really i mean for the, me the most natural thing and i do it every day so it's like the the easiest thing i think to incorporate it um to to keep this conversation in mind be like every time i go out i don't go out to like you know run races anymore i go out to just love life and I think that in and of itself will like change the whole way to approach a run. Cause then it's not about like timing. It's not about, Oh, I gotta go faster. But like, like I'm not living the slack anymore of like, I'm not there yet. But all of a sudden it's just like enjoying the beauty of the world. 
Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. And, and I, I don't say believe it or not, because I, I, I trust in something bigger. And right before I reached my sunset spot today, I was thinking about our conversation. And um, I guess that you liked running. Yeah. I just guessed. I didn't uh, know yeah. it. I really? didn't know. And I had that idea in mind, you know, where I thought I wanted to explain something which is really important to life um, on the example of running. <laughs> well, that's so, that is and, so interesting. Yeah. And that's why I love that you, so I, I, want, I wanted to, to share wow. that, those ideas with you, which mm. is um, that from tomorrow on with your run, um, you will use that time to connect with yourself and mm. just for the background of an athlete it is the easiest in the in the world to run as fast as you can to run as long as you can um and to get a runner's high yeah. you, you've probably heard of the runner's high and i don't want to you know no offense to any other athlete out there. I totally respect what they're capable of, but just to understand what happens with our body when we go to our limits or over the limit in, in mm -hmm. sports, our body basically shuts down our mind and our feelings and our soul and our, all our pain, the longer and the, the harder we, we challenge ourselves until it's only pure staying alive yeah see and that's what you experience when you do your runs after you know you feel so excited because everything else that maybe sometimes overwhelms you all your mm -hmm. thoughts all your thinkings they shut down after yeah. a while and after a while you mm -hmm. run your body just is just running so yes. that means you have a quiet head you don't feel any pain you're just on adrenaline and you run and that's it. So that's what I mean. If we use our sport as a coping strategy to handle our life. And I talk because I've been there, you know, mm. I don't talk because I'm, I'm, uh, you know, this saint no, I've been there all of it, and yeah. I use it as well. But mm. the, the, the most important thing is that to, to be aware, to be aware of that, that we are coping, you know, um to to just shut down our thoughts yeah. and from now on when you step in your shoes today you can use that in a positive way you can concentrate on you know calming your mind on saying hey this is my conscious time out from the world mm -hmm. this is my conscious time out from reaching goals you know reaching those goals that i'm gonna reach i'm gonna be the number one i'm gonna change the world i have what it takes but my running is my time out area yeah where i connect to myself that i love life mm -hmm. for the pure love of life and still you know, then there comes this little area where you say, and now I go all in for 10 mm. minutes because I want to have my heart rate up on 200 or whatever, yeah. you know, you always have the mm. choice. Yeah. But I want to invite you and maybe I'm going to be the first person who tells you that. Um, 
you know, meditation is all over the place. People tell you, you should meditate. You should this, do this. You should do that. And I was always missing that person who told me, Nicola, let's figure out what you love the most and make it your meditation. Make it your area of relaxing from life. So I spent time and years over and over and over. And after a while, I figured out and I was able to tell myself I was meditating all my life. (laughs) I was meditating when I went snowboarding. Snowboarding is my pure meditation. Snowboarding brings me back to what I love, to the pure being, playing with nature. No day is like the other day. To enjoy the little things, to be grateful, to appreciate that I'm alive, to, you know, to hear the silence all this is what snowboarding brought to me and then some other people told me i have to sit in a room and sit still and you know and train to not think anything Um, it doesn't matter what other people say if you find something that helps you to connect to your inner voice and make you feel that you love life yeah. If that is what you aspire to, if that is your ha- your success, you know, that is your highest level for today. Maybe it changes. Um, if you found that, then you found all you need. <laughs> wow, you're, you're just so right. That is amazing. And yes, like, yes, you actually are the first person ever told me that. <laughs> and... And that's, that's also the same thing I've realized that like running for me is like the most meditative thing in the world. If I use it in the right way that like we just talked about, if I actually just let go of stuff and not spend that time thinking about how I can run faster. But if I just let go and I run through the forest or through the mountains, like it is the most meditative and most blissful thing there is. And yeah, that's just beautiful. Yeah. And I have See, this feeling. Yeah. It's not so much what we do. It's more how we do it, how much love we put into Mm. it. And with love, love is, it's a, it's a big word, but love to me is, is so much more. It has this different areas. Yeah. But in the first place, it, it's something that is the most powerful thing in our world. That's all it is. (laughs) See? Yeah. That's so true. And to connect to that power on a daily basis, regularly, that is, to me, that is one of the secrets if you want to live a fulfilled life. Yeah, no, 100%. That is, that is so important. Like this, this daily connection to that, that thing that gives you that spark, right, in, in your life is so important. And that's, that's, that's also the reason, like, why I can't stop running? Cause like, it is that thing. even if like, I don't use it hundred percent, but it is still that thing that gives me a daily spark where I'm like, life is so good. Right. Um, and somehow I have a feeling that like tomorrow is going to be the, the best run of my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but it's just so beautiful. I love oh. to, I, I love to finish with one sentence. Whereas, um, It took me more than 20 years um, 
to figure out what I what my mission is, why I was granted with that gold medal. And it took me, literally, it took me so long. Because when I stood on that podium and they, there was the national hymn and I knew the cameras on my face and I didn't know what to do. I was, all I felt is that suddenly there was no pressure anymore yeah and i was overwhelmed and to be honest i was not able to enjoy that moment really and that made me a little sad Mm. and i thought what is going on here what is wrong and it just you know it just just didn't feel right it didn't feel right and years after i struggled so much with that gold medal um and today i was searching for the for an answer and today i i know the answer i know i got this gold medal because um i have a certain gift in that world that is not screaming very loud a gift that is not seen in the first place and that medal gave me the ability all my life that people would trust me and listen to me just because once in my life at a very young age 25 22 years i reached a goal that most people only dream of yeah and that medal helped me that people would listen to me in the first place why they trusted me later on was because of this that gift i have that i feel more than other people feel that i see more than other people see and that i say things that other people may not dare to say wow. and that's what i'm super grateful for um to share today on your podcast because i know you're gonna change the world in your way and you're gonna be the first max Weigand, <laughs> and you're awesome just the way you are thank you so much Thank you so much. Honestly, that, <laughs> that, that is just amazing. And, and you truly have that gift and that gift honestly is so much more powerful than like winning a gold medal, than being the best athlete. It goes so far beyond that to like sort of the, the core existing being of life, which is just amazing. Like I have this feeling that you truly understand life in in a way that very, very few people ever sort of dare to, like you say, capture it and, and speak it. And that is really beautiful. And I still can't believe that like in an hour, I, I still didn't ask a single question. <laughs> but I was having a great time and that's just amazing. Yes. So when did you discover that? Like you said, you know, you struggled a long time with, 
figuring out um you know what that gold medal was for what was that moment that where you were like oh that's why i i did this um it was not it was not the specific moment that i realized it um it's a journey i, I i'm on that journey since i'm 16 mm. i'm on that journey when and it started i got that i got two tools from the universe i would say today and um it was snowboarding and this metal mm. and i feel that i was given those tools and someone something up there said go out and figure out why you got those tools <laughs> 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 yeah. um that's in my words today and uh snowboarding like the first thing was not so hard to figure that out because snowboarding was my tool to um to do what i love uh and not to snowboard in the first place but to travel to experience life to to play around to inspire other people with what i love and that was for a long time my meaning for that medal that um i was working really hard and tried to explain myself so i would be seen for more than a gold medalist so i worked so hard that i would be the best snowboarder in the world and win <laughs> so many competitions and and literally i know i i changed women's snowboarding for a certain uh, area uh, for a certain yeah for certain years um and on the other hand i hurt myself a lot not only my body with many injuries but i also hurt hurt my soul and um whenever that started but i was never good enough I mean, I won this medal, but I felt I was never good enough because I didn't feel seen for for the, what I felt was so valuable. So I chased um, those winnings because people would love me for those winnings. But still, though, I was never never happy with winning. Wow! Yeah. And that left me so empty. I can talk about it today. Um, I, I wasn't aware of it all my career, obviously. Um, and um, that's, that's part of my journey. And I loved every sing single experience I made. You know, as you said before, I lived the life of my dreams since I'm 16. So yeah. um, that's what I'm best at. And that's what I love to, to share and also to support other people with that they, they live their dream. But the most important part of that is to live your dream mm -hmm. and not the dream of other people. Because if you follow the dream of other people, you will never be fulfilled. You'll never be happy and you will never be good enough. You yeah. will give it all in and everything you have and even more and it will never be enough for yourself. That's so true. So what what is that big dream for you right now? Right now? Yeah. 
my dream is in a bigger picture i want to set a new standard for successful living wow i want to change the world i want to change the world through supporting people who give it all to change the world mm. i want to change the world to support leaders and game changers to support them in taking better decisions in their life and it's all about the decisions we take on a daily basis if we know ourselves better we take better decisions for ourselves and if we are meant to change the world the decisions we take for ourselves will bring better to the world so that's my big vision love that <laughs> <laughs> and you definitely you, you you're phenomenal at this uh, i can i can already tell <laughs> um that's just that's just amazing so it's it's not defined to to snowboarding isn't it it's it seems it's, like it's it's loving life what you really it's yeah it's it's not defined people. to snowboarding and i think what what really propelled me or or made me become who i am today um and, and it's it's an endless process it's a journey i'm just yeah. getting started but what was super important for me to close that chapter that i was told from the outside but also told myself um that i'm the snowboarder and i was always told i am the snowboarder and um since i snowboarding gave me so much i spent um only a couple years of my life to be successful and build up a career and even double of that time the last 10 years i spent to give back to snowboarding so i organized the camps i did had my own talent scouting series i supported all these people that loved snowboarding um to find their way and i built that platform and it was always through snowboarding but my own vision was to support human beings and people yeah. in in living their dream wow. and and once i closed that chapter that i said i believe in myself so much that i'm more than this olympic gold medalist the first ever and the youngest ever in germany in snowboarding i'm wow. more than that and that day i started to believe it myself the world was ready mm. to catch up to that yeah <laughs> wow how did you find that courage then in that moment to say, okay, now is the time when I'm going to sort of step out of this old me? Because it was always almost like, like an identity, right? It is an identity of like, I'm this Olympic champion, I'm the snowboarder. How do you find that courage in that moment to step out of that and into like this, this sort of unknown where you had to, I guess, explore like who you even want to be and like outside of that? The, the funny thing is... Um... The most important moments in life most of the time are not loud or big or those are not the important moments 
And I know I build up to that decision. I build up to it. So what you do in the dark is what brings you in the light. Mm -hmm. That's what we all know as athletes. Um, I never, you know, being successful never happens by accident. Yeah. You work at, for it at a daily basis. And especially those days when nobody, nobody ever cares, you know, and the whole world seems, seems against you. These days are so important days of building up to that one moment when you are meant to be courageous. And I know, for example, one moment where I was meant to be courageous was when I decided um, to finish my talent scouting series after 10 years um, and to send out that press release only three days later that I decided together with um, that girl who supported me with organizing, I called her and I said, this is gonna be the final, the final, final season. And we're gonna send out that press release in three days we have three more events to go. And I want this whole season to be the ultimate farewell season of snowboarding and to make myself the biggest farewell of snowboarding wow. I never had. I never had that farewell. Yeah. Um, and wow. yeah, I built up to that moment and then it was there. And then it is just that you execute mm what you practiced, that you execute being courageous and you believe in yourself, you can do this. And that's like running. That's when you're on that runner's high. Then you know, you feel it from your inside. This is my chance and I go for it. And I know I can do this. Wow. So if I'm getting you right, it's really just this daily commitment to it, right? Rather than like this one day where everything suddenly shifts, it's like a the daily commitment to that, that goal, that vision that you've set for yourself yeah. and the like daily process of being courageous, right? It's not just once in a while. It's like every single day, right? You have to face those fears and be like, well, now, now it's going to change, right? Yeah. Being, it's not that being courageous is not something that you say like, okay, first, okay. Yeah. You're courageous. I'm not like you, yeah. you know? <laughs> no, it's first you got to take that step mm. and courage comes with it. So I love this, um, like what Brené Brown is talking about. Um, and if you've never heard of Brené Brown, I have this Ted talk who crashed the internet. It's oh, the yeah. call to courage. Everyone who wants to know anything about being courageous, it's Brené Brown, the call to courage. And what she states is that if you want to be courageous, like you got to, commit to step into insecurity make yourself vulnerable and letting yourself be seen being courageous always implements that you're not feeling comfortable and many people they sit there and wait for courage to show up to them that's not how it works mm -hmm. see so um, also, again, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of making things, you know, like that we have things to work with in our daily lives. For example, sport is a great part where you can learn step by step being courageous. 
Yeah. And you don't have to jump off the biggest cliff okay. or do something where you kill yourself. It's not about that. It is more being courageous can also mean you're always running where you know you're going to end up back home. Like next time you go running on paths, you don't know yet. Yeah. So you just trust your inner wisdom that you get home before it gets dark, you know, or being courageous in, you know, speaking to a stranger and say, hi, yeah. or the, uh, there's, there's things where you can, yet yeah, where you can train, where you can train being courageous. And that's one, one secret for myself, what I figured out that all my life, all I did was training to be courageous in, in different areas of my life, not only in my sport. Um, in my sport, I learned the lessons that I hurt myself a lot, but also in my average life, I would, be, I would step out of my comfort zone on a daily basis because I never really felt that I fit in what other people did. So... Mm. Most of my life, I felt a little uncomfortable with what I did. So I'm totally comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, no, that's so amazing. <laughs> you know, on, on one of your Instagram posts, you had, you had this great quote that, that said something along the lines of like, people call it personal development or personal growth, because if they called it like deliberately making yourself feel so uncomfortable that you feel like you're going to die, right? <laughs> no one would do it. And like, I love that because it's, it's so true, right? Like it is that process of literally doing the stuff that you're so damn scared of every single day. And like what, what I found is like, it not just makes you stronger, it makes you happy. And like, like, I feel like that is such a beautiful thing that like when you face those fears, like you actually build this like sense of, I mean, yes, self-confidence and stuff, but you also bring this joy that like, you just know I can handle life, right? I'm in control. And that is such a beautiful thing. You know what, you, like, I, I love how you bring those, those ideas in such uh, awesome sentences and how you picked up the quote right away. And I'd oh, yeah. love to, uh, that story came to my mind today as well. I wanted to share it um, for a special moment in my life that was five years ago. And it, it was an average day in summer. I, uh, I took my bike and I, I go a lot of mountain biking in summer, also uphill. And actually I was with a friend and I, the first time in my life, um, I was always interested in, in personal development. I know that because from all my um, interviews I gave from even magazines, I found that my parents, I, I found a um, magazine of psychology from 1998. Yeah, <laughs> no way. <laughs> where it at, like the cover said, how to handle new beginnings. Wow. So that was 1998 already. <laughs> so, I so you were early there, yeah. I, I'm like, oh my God. And I wanted to study psycho uh, psychology and all that. So wow. it, I come from a long, it is natural to me to figure out myself better. But that day, five years ago, on my mountain bike, when I uh, climbed up the mountain for another sunset, um, I brought those questions, you know. Um, and I actually took the effort to answer those questions. 
And that's a little secret I'd also love to share. If people always ask for wisdom words and all that. If we don't apply those things to our life, if we don't take time to answer those questions, they will never help. Yeah. So it's not that we need to read like the, the next and the next uh, book or all that. If we don't ask, answer the most important questions to ourselves, we will never get to know ourselves better. We'll never yeah. get to know to the true wisdom. So I took the time to answer those questions. And the first question was, who do you want to be the number, like, what do you want to be the number one at? love that and i'm like what i don't want to be number one at nothing yeah. like being number one is no fun at all you know there was all this hey like wow really was that because like you, you'd experienced it and realized like it, it didn't make you happy was it because of that exactly yeah. so all i felt in that moment and then i was never aware of it that being the number one brought me more confusion and more not feeling loved in the first place um, than I'd wish. And I could never speak up openly because it is, you know, I would destroy society's dreams. Yeah. I could never tell anyone, guess what? I just won this competition or um, I travel the world and I live in four star hotels, but guess what? I'm not happy. You know, oh, I've yeah. I've, people I've, would look at you like, what the hell? <laughs> I just won this medal, but I'm not yeah. happy, you know? Wow. I didn't have those people to share it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but then magic. So I felt all that anger against this question, but I took the time to calm down, to think about it and say, okay, whatever, I'll find a reasonable answer. And after a while, I, when I calmed down, I found that answer which stated, I want to be the number one in remembering quotes and sayings that empower me for a better life. Ooh, that is interesting. Because before that, I'd never, I would read certain things, but I could never remember them. And... So I just wrote that down. And then the next sentence was, so what do you want to, you know, what are you interested in reading more and more about and getting better? So, so there were more good questions that would build up onto, so you have that dream, but what brings you into action? Yeah. So that how it works, you know? Uh, I'm not holding back secrets. I, I love to share secrets. No, I, I love that. You guys yeah. go out yeah. all there, you know? You guys all go out and be successful with it. That's mm. what I love about it. So, yeah. And then five years down the road, what I actually did is I would, there was Instagram or, or like social media already. So there would be those sayings and I would capture those sayings from Facebook and Instagram and those quotes that resonated with, uh, with me. And the funny part was, or the interesting part, that it always depended on the mood what quote i would resonate yeah you know sometimes and, and you probably experience as well so you have that quote i i stated and you know it by mind because yeah. it's something that's in your mind at that moment yeah. so i collected the quotes i played with them i read them over and over so i spent time with it 
And that was the only secret. I decided I want to be number one. Mm -hmm. I spent time with it. And I found a way to, yeah, to play with it and to always keep them around me. So today, you're probably better than me. And I love that you're better than me. But I feel I'm the absolute number one. I'm living those quotes on a daily basis. Whenever you show me a picture, I will have a quote. Whenever you say me something, I will have that. And what I realized with all my learnings I have, you know, from all these great, brilliant people and books out there is, of course, I was searching for affirmations, for helpful thoughts, beliefs, and sayings because I never had them around me. Yeah, wow. I was searching for those natural, you know, inspirations. Mm. So I built a surrounding for myself that would generally empower me and, and, and encourage me and build me up with whatever I need on a daily basis. Wow. And you just did that. That's and I so did that. Yes. And, and that's where it comes from that I have that feeling, whatever comes, mm. there's something inside me. And now, now I, I mean, that sounds like magic and <laughs> it is magic, but but what I work with, with people also, me as a coach today, what I love to give other people is that it is all in our hands what we surround ourselves mm-hmm. with. And more important than, than the actual things we can grab, like the people mm-hmm. or material things, it is our thoughts, our beliefs, and our feelings. And if we work on those that's what makes our life yeah no matter what life throws at us no matter what you know what what incidents happen i love that sir because it shows like how deliberately like you set out to actually create those things right because i think the challenge oftentimes is we take whatever is thrown at us right was it from you know parents of childhood or then friends or like like you say like the people around us the things around us but like you, you really set out and deliberately to create this environment and these thoughts and these mental processes in your mind from scratch almost, it sounds, to like that would just maximize your life. And I love that. That is, that is such a beautiful thing of just creating yourself, right? Rather than you know, always looking for the outside. I, I love this idea of like, you don't find yourself, you create yourself actively, right? Proactively by deciding, hey, this is sort of the, that North Star, that, that big thing that I want to achieve or that big thing that I want to be. And then you live into that on a daily basis. And I love that. So with all of these, you know, five years of, of quotes, is there like anyone in particular that sticks out, any affirmation, any mantra that, that you sort of use on a daily basis that really brings you that joy? Or is it like something new every day? The, the cool thing is that... Um... It is, it is something new every day, but not accidentally. It is more, um, they live with me and new, new quotes come. And of course, I also let go of others. And that's an active, active, um, it's like cleaning up your room. 
and I clean up my thoughts and my beliefs um, as regularly as others take care of like clean up their kitchen wow. and <laughs> that's one of my secrets um, for if you want to live like a hundred percent if you're interested in that I mean it's not I, I'm not everything to everyone um, but I love that idea why are we only cleaning on the outside and yeah. we never take time to clean up on the inside because if you will never clean what once was helpful but it's not helpful today we are full and that's why people are overwhelmed and full and 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 myself as well i mean i i don't talk like from up here i'm i'm just like everyone else and um you know teaching something or bringing something to other people is one point of course i work on it myself and work through it and experience and sometimes it works better mm. sometimes not i mean yeah. that's that's totally clear but um yeah making sure to let go of things that are not helpful anymore um, is super important and and so what so for example the, the quote i had today it was more a question and and that comes together that's what like really something important i wanted to share tonight as well is it totally depends if you have if you ask yourself the right questions, mm. you will always get good answers. And that is so important because we are always searching for answers. But what is even more important, that we answer the right questions. <laughs> and as I wrote you in our conversation up front, I told you I'm giving interviews to the world since I'm 16. Mm. So that's that's for sure something what helped me to or made me think about and reflect about things i would never think about i mean yeah. but people ask me how does it feel to win a medal like mm. so what do you do in an average day mainly i was asked questions that made me reflect yes but reflect about things that didn't bring me any further that didn't give me any new insights and they were so boring to me so so sorry to any media person that listens to that <laughs> now. i started no, to I totally get it whatever. i love to i would yeah. never answer their questions i just started to to answer to say something <laughs> and then i was a little disappointed about myself because i felt oh my god there's this question and i the answer totally doesn't fit but today I'm, i really have a lot of compassion for that girl because that girl was just deeply <laughs> bored by yeah. what she had to talk about over and over and she for just sure. was craving for question that inspired her to dig deeper and to to investigate about yeah and i had that great moment and now i have a great moment i can talk about in april um when i attended the life masterclass of carl messi i think you in interviewed him as well yes exactly so he's connected us it, exactly so if you if any of you out there ever go to bali uh you should reach out to carl messi he's an amazing coach um he inspired me a lot and working with him after his masterclass for for um a little longer time i got to that point where i said if you 
are the best in asking the right questions, you're the best coach in the world. <laughs> that, that sentence I never forget. I wrote that down for myself yes. and I didn't know what, what I meant with it. But I, I live more and more into that, what I realized a couple months ago, that it is not about finding the right answer. It is about setting up the right question. And then you'll have the best answers in the world. Yes, I love that. And I think that's, that's such an important key to life because like so, so many people, like they ask themselves the wrong questions, right? Of like, like, and I did this for a very, very long time in my life when I was like, I was super shy because mainly I asked myself, why do kids like make fun of my accent, right? Why do people, you know, not like me? Why do I not make friends, right? And like, I was asking myself all these questions and then not surprisingly, it would come up, well, because you're stupid, because you're unable and capable of speaking because like all of this stuff right like that then like comes because you asked the wrong question but if i had turned that around been like okay well how can i change that now right um simple things like like what is great about what i love about myself right like that that was one of the things that really shifted everything for me it's like what i love about myself and all of a sudden like the like the whole way you approach life and the actions is so much different than than if you're in this victim mindset by just asking the wrong questions. So I love that. Are there any sort uh, of daily questions that like you ask yourself like every morning sort of thing or what does that, that process look like? Is it just sort of spontaneously throughout the day? You're like, okay, this would be a useful question now. Um, I, I love you. Like you're, you can, you can instantly write a book. That's how I feel like. You know? <laughs> no, you should, you should. You're I'm so waiting for that. <laughs> You're such a smart and sharp person. I oh love gosh, that. I appreciate that. Um, I'm I'm a total playful and playful mm. woman and really freestyle. Um, I live a lot of my intuition, and as soon as someone wants to put me into this schedule, mm. or if I put myself into a certain schedule that I have to do this and this and this. Um, the magic like just get lost yeah wow. so same now you know as, as soon as i feel like okay now now it's the moment like <laughs> give me that question yeah. uh, it's all gone so i start thinking as, as, as soon as i use my brain too much and force to get the answer with my brain mm -hmm. um the magic is gone <laughs> <laughs> that's, and, so, that's uh, so interesting yeah like yeah, like even that itself funny. yeah um it's, it's funny right because the just the other day i was talking to uh mark ellen he's a super like successful like book publisher and yes part uh and you know published basically people like uh, the power of now right um published you know joseph campbell like those kind of mother Teresa, those kind of books right like really amazing books and what he was sharing with me was the same thing like he just he lives in this intuitive way where like he doesn't set a schedule. He usually sleeps in until like 10 a.m., 11 a.m. just because he loves sleep. But then like he's able to bring his whole intuition and his whole being to like those few moments throughout the day that really matter, right? And so like he's not, he's working a lot less but working a lot more effectively because he's able to bring like his whole self and really the best version of himself to every moment. And, and that's really what this reminded me of, right? It's like, like you bring that intuition, right? But like you, for that, you have to be sort of connected to your feeling, I guess, right? And to your being 
and not be like, you know, caught up in like thinking about all these other things right there going on in your life. Am I getting yeah. that right? Max, thank you so much. You brought back the, like you inspired me back to um, what I, what I can answer there. Um, I have the feeling you were more asking, um, so what's your secret? How, like, how does your day look like? What does your day make amazing? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> maybe that was the question. Um, so I'm actually a morning person. Um, I love the mornings and yes, I, uh, I have this, uh, this gift that is given always, but I also, um, uh, made it flourish more over the last years, which, uh, is connected to high sensitivity. That means, um, I feel energy more intense than other people. So I use the quiet times during the day, which is the mornings, for example, when the world is sleeping, um, to connect to myself. And I usually do sports in the morning, um, avoid to sit onto my computer right away. Um, so the things I say now are actually what I live into and, and grow into. It's not that I'm able to do that on a daily basis. And I think that's super important because if certain people get on stage or write about it or talk about it, we have the feeling we're like, oh my God, look at those, what they get done. And I, I don't get yeah. anything done. Hey, I am the same. I'm... I'm just the same, you know, it's more, I command my life. I have this goal and I know what's, what's good for me. And that's what I'm talking about. So I love to share that what I figured out for myself, what is good for me. And if there's people out there that get inspired to, you know, pick up certain things, that's fine. But it doesn't mean I'm able to do this on a daily, yeah. like every, every day. So yeah, I use the, the morning because that's when we are fresh and when our mind is relaxed, our body is relaxed. And, and that make, made a big shift in my life when I granted those hours. And it's normally like what I plan on is three to four hours in the morning is for myself, for my personal growth, for my health, for my awesome. sport, mm -hmm. for let's say yoga or outside. I, I do something outside. Um, I create, I write in my journal, um, the things I'm interested in. So yeah, that's part of my life. And then I, I go into more into the, you know, whatever work I need to do. Mm -hmm. And in the afternoon when I, I get a little tired in my head. It is, it's mostly it's uh, sports or outside things or, of course, coachings. And I would also start coachings not before 10 o'clock because it is important to me to take care of myself because what I say is I want to give the best, the, the world, I want to give the world the best of me and yeah. not the rest of me. And that's why I take care of myself the best I can and that's part of it I love that no especially like this deliberate focus on 
developing yourself first, right? Um, there's a super cool quote that you've probably heard of already uh, by Abraham Lincoln, uh, where he said, like, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I'll spend the first four sharpening the axe, right? And like, I love that because it's like, like most people, they try to like hit down the tree with like a dull axe, right? So you hit it and you hit it and you hit it, but nothing moves because the axe is dull. But like what you're saying here really is you're, you're sharpening the axe every day, right? You're making yourself as effective as possible so that throughout the day, everything you touch is so much better because of it. Yeah. yeah. And actually also, as I, as I mentioned before, Carl Massey, that coach, he's been the first person in my life mm-hmm. who really revealed what he did on a daily basis, like how he planned his his days his weeks his months his life yeah and i was i was i i couldn't believe that i lived that all my life and i always felt that i do something wrong because <laughs> i didn't see any other person yeah. and because the whole oh. world made me feel that what i do is like, first of all, I'm only on vacation. And second of all, <laughs> it, it's all effortless, <laughs> you know, and I have to work harder and, and all this. And, and that was such a, such a huge new area that opened up for me to have someone and, and more and more living into that and being that person myself today, where I say, you know what? Um, nature is and we are nature is not meant to be exhausted and dead before you go to bed yeah that's not how it's meant to be you know there's nothing at the end of your life you don't get a medal for being the most exhausted person (laughs) so so what is it truly about and and if you want to give to others and if you want to contribute and everyone does that, we do it even if we don't uh, want to do it. We do it on a daily basis with whoever we come in contact with. What, what we do to ourselves is what we pass on to others. That's how it works. See, so if I don't take care of myself, what I'm passing on to others is not good as well. Yeah. And and I needed that re- realization because that's what I do all my life. And I felt guilty for it all my life. <laughs> pretty yeah, much. But, <laughs> which is it's crazy but, if you think about it, right? It's crazy that it the is. world makes us feel like weird or like eccentric if we develop ourselves, if we try to become a better version of ourselves through those things. And as like that, I always find like one of the most interesting things, right? That like common culture suggests you you know, go watch Netflix three hours a day and you go spend four hours a day on your phone. But things like, you know, exercising and meditation and, you know, all these reflective questions that you mentioned before, that is often considered weird, right? Like, that's like, why are you doing that? Like, are you trying to be better than, you know, everyone else or what's going on here? And that, that is such an interesting thing. Yeah. yeah. You know what, what made me relax a lot is, um, also that quote your vibe attracts your tribe yeah you don't you don't have to save the world you don't have to save other people's and not only that you're not meant to save other people you're not meant to convince other people that what you have to say is better than what they think 
it is more you're out there and you have your mission and you have your purpose what you're here for and that's all you're meant you your journey is meant to figure out what your purpose is who what do you yeah what what your purpose is yeah any guiding advice in the end on how to find that purpose um do you have any sort of question that you know helped you sort of figure out the next step in your life you know max i'd love to give you a, a special gift in the end of that and that's that question for you how do i find that purpose <laughs> that's yeah. your most valuable question for you to live up to you live into grow into and you will all right guys that's it for today i really hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you gained some valuable ideas tips tools tricks mindsets belief systems that'll hopefully inspire you to take your life to the next level at the end of the day guys it's all about application the only thing that's going to set you apart tomorrow from where you are today is how much action you take with those ideas that you gained And so I really want to challenge you at this point to, you know, not just listen to this passively, to not just consume this, you know, passively, just thinking about other things, but to really take those lessons, take those ideas that you just gained and start applying them to your life. So really start taking action and sprinting towards those goals and those dreams that you have in your life. Now, guys, at this point, I want to ask you for a huge favor. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider heading over to iTunes and leaving a review as that helps me really grow the show and reach more people, impact even more people around the world. You know, if you have a family member, a friend, a loved one maybe, that you think could benefit from this content, please consider, you know, sharing it with them, forwarding to them, as that helps us really build a community of like-minded people that are all about maxing out their lives. Now, guys, with that being said, thanks so much for tuning in today. I really, really appreciate it. Stay strong and see you tomorrow.